I don't believe in luck, but I feel lucky. Can anybody relate to that? Does anybody understand what that means? I don't believe in luck. I think we are limited as human beings um, to a certain degree. There are physical limitations that we have as it pertains to like how we perceive reality. We only have five senses that we fucking know of. You know, I'm not talking to anybody out there with a turban and a third eye. and I'm, I'm not talking about that shit. I'm just talking about regular, average, everyday life. The majority of us, the majority of humanity is experiencing and perceiving. It just comes from five senses. I don't believe in luck. I think there is an imperceptible law and order going on around us. You know, the, the law of cause and effect. I believe that is very, very fucking true. I don't believe in luck, but I feel lucky. Does that make sense? Um, <laughs> I guess it's all perspective, state of mind, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I am blessed. I'm sure of that. Um, and the way that we receive our blessings, man, it's, it's incredible. It is incredible. It's not always obvious. And there are things about this life that change us and change the way that we look at things. And I think one of the greatest factors is how we perceive or we understand the time. You have those sayings like retrospect, hindsight is twenty twenty. You can see things so clearly. Once you've gotten to a certain point in your life and things are working out or you feel at peace or you've achieved what you set out to achieve, you look back to all those different emotional states that you placed yourself in fear, anticipation, anxiety, you look backwards and that can be very clearly understood how all of that may have been necessary for that point of your life for you to get where you are. Whilst you're on the journey toward getting to that place of, you know, whether it's like homeostasis of your spirit or your emotion or succeeding something in the physical world, you know, getting what you want. I think when you're a younger person, it can be very difficult. <laughs> you know, that, that ties into experience as well. Once you've experienced things more than once, you don't have the same emotional reaction. And now that I am where I am, I can see my blessings very fucking clearly. And it's so strange, the, the fruit that they bear. Like, I look at having a child. I didn't want a child. I didn't want a child. That's the last thing I wanted when my girl told me she was pregnant. I did not want a child. I didn't feel ready. I did not feel responsible. I didn't feel like I, I, I knew I was... And, and I was right for the most part. But until I accepted that that reality wasn't my motherfucking choice. Her body, her choice, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about it. But until I accepted the fact that it was going to fucking happen, I was in a place of like, no, no trying to force change to happen, not knowing if I got my way in that moment, if I was able to stop my girl from going full term, that I would miss one of the most important blessings in my life. It's wild. It is wild. And then now having that blessing, it's not just the love. It is not just the um, 
out-of-body experience, the way it shifted me from the way I used to think and how selfish I was and all my ambition and determination was placed, it, it just stemmed from a very selfish or fearful place. And then having somebody now that you love in such a different way, because they are you. When you have a child, it is you. You get that. And it pushes you out of all those old things, which were just illusions. They weren't you. It's just youth, confusion, lack of information. And now I have a child and the way I can bear fruit of the blessing that she is, is just observing her. It's incredible. I'm a, I talk about it all the time on the podcast, you know, this concept that the universe and reality is a lot more similar than it is different. If you have a keen eye, if you can train your mind on focusing on things and really being an observer without bias, you see patterns in nature that exist in the average life path of a human or a woman. You know what I mean? Like the inception, we start off a seed and we grow like a plant does. And we go through trials um, and there is no glass that we may have to make a, a glass to... You think about the function of a glass. It is the most efficient way to drink water because you can see right through it. You can see if there's anything bad in that water. The glass is so important. The glass doesn't exist unless lightning strikes a beach. You understand what I'm saying? And all these metaphoric things that, are, that you could draw a metaphor from them, they actually happen in nature. That's part of the human experience. We build sayings and poetry around these things. We build understanding and guidance to pass on to other people. That's the amalgamation of art and education that we pass to every generation. Or we don't. You know, we got to start doing more of that. But, uh, you know, pressure builds, makes diamonds. People understand these things in different ways, but they occur in nature in the same way that they occur in our lives. And so I love the idea of thinking about things that are like more individual in my life as a microcosm for something that is happening in a much broader way. In a much broader way. How many people who have existed on planet Earth have gotten the blessing that I'm receiving currently? Millions and millions and millions and millions of people. Some not. Um, you know, everybody has their own blessings, but what I'm receiving, the ability to experience the love that a father has for their child, the ability to start to recognize how what was once scary to me is what I now, it would be a nightmare if it was ever taken from me. You understand how crazy, how paradoxical, how, how much that flips? And also being able to observe and just having her teaches me to draw parallels with nature and understand that this is just a microcosm. I'm a father, she's a little girl, and I get to enjoy raising her. And also it teaches me myself. It teaches me how much of a child I am. It teaches me how even though I am her father, I am still a child to information that I'm not privy to yet. I'm still a child to... Uh, Skills that I've not refined. You know, all of those metaphors you can draw from this is very beautiful. And then it gets very nuanced. And, you know, this is not a motherfucking PSA to leave it in, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not ready, you're probably not ready. <laughs> I will also say, though, if you're around my age and you're getting older and fear is what's holding you back, don't let that be the deciding factor. Be financially sound. 
get your shit in order. But shoot up the motherfucking walls when you, when you when you feel like you should. Use your intuition. Use your gut because it's such a blessing to have children. It's such a perspective gaining, you know, investment in love and wisdom. I really, really, really do believe so. I really do believe so, man. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care how old you are, how learned you are, how much much information you have, your status in life. We're all growing. We are all learning. We are all getting somewhere. You know what I mean? If you ain't dead, you ain't dead. You alive. And it's an incredible fucking experience, man. It's an incredible experience. Does anybody get tired of this shit? Anybody gonna fucking call me? I'm like, God damn it, put your feet on the, the damn ground. No, ladies and gentlemen, I'm in, I'm in the, the fucking astral realm when I'm doing this. I like to think big, baby. I like to think big, man. No, I'm, I'm just, I feel inspired. And I think that's a beautiful thing to pass on to people. I think that is a beautiful thing to pass on to people. When you come to certain understandings in your life, when you plateau, because I know I'm not always gonna be in this place of, where I am, but you get to a place where you feel deeply satisfied, your understanding and your ability to navigate gives you an overall, I don't want to say the the word comfort is not right. It's more so you get to a certain place of wisdom that you're happy with, knowing that you will become more wise, you will become more learned, you will educate yourself more, you will grow. But just to be in that moment for a second, it's inspiring. And I hope you're getting that motherfucking energy. For anybody who's younger than me that's listening to the goddamn podcast, it's on the way. My 20s were fucking retarded. My 20s were retarded. That doesn't mean that's everybody's 20s. There's, you know, fucking savants who are 17 and 18 and they figure out the, the meaning of life then. Great for those guys. Great for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy the way it happened for me. I'm not saying I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking Buddhist monk who's achieved enlightenment. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I'm, I'm happy... I've been through the experiences that I've been through to get me where I am mentally. It's not about the money. It is not about success. Those things are important. You always want to strive for those. But you get to a certain level of maturity where you realize once you actualize these things that you would like to see in your physical world, once it comes true, I hope you are at the level of being able to receive those things in a positive way. I hope you are at a level to match that blessing. And that comes with a lot of shit, man. It comes with a lot of shit. I just used some metaphors. I just talked about the perfect container for somebody to drink clean water, for that beautiful life force to enter the human body, is a, is a glass. The glass don't become glass just because it wanted to become glass. There's a very painful process for some sand. There's Zeus in a fucking cloud, and he's throwing down thunderbolts onto the beach. And that's how glass happens. And we've replicated that natural process by burning the shit out of sand. And that's how, you know what I'm saying? So before you motherfuckers, I don't know what the hell you're doing at home. You're buying crystals. You're putting them in the shape of a pentagram. I don't know what the fuck you're practicing. You're trying to be a, a new age witch. I'm not judging nobody, but I'm saying before you set the intention to have something, prepare yourself spiritually, mentally, so that when this thing comes, it doesn't fucking shake you. It doesn't, you know? And also, I would say... Don't do that, because that's also important, too. (laughs) If I think about it honestly, there was never going to be an age in my life where I would have been ready for a child. 
I could have had a kid at 21. I could have had a kid at 40. I was never going to be ready. You get ready by experiencing. That is the only ready in this life. So, you know, maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe it is try to get yourself mentally sound enough if you're fucking out there manifesting a billion dollars or whatever the fuck you're trying to do. I'm, I'm, I believe everybody's dreams can come true. You understand what I'm saying? I really do believe that if people figure it the fuck out, that it's on you, you know? But before you get on that journey, try to prepare yourself as much as possible, get healthy mentally, spiritually, as well. Understand the shit might get wild. It might get motherfucking wild and you got to see it through. That's also a beautiful thing, man. I think about all the things that I've done in my 20s. I just said my, my 20s were shit. Yes and no. I was in a place of uh, mental cloudiness a lot of my 20s. And so I had the right idea of getting up and getting out. I knew I wanted to leave my hometown. I knew I wanted to go to the West Coast. I knew I wanted to be ambitious. I knew I wanted to go after the things that I was terrified to do. And I did all of those things. I did them wrong. And I had to do them wrong to get to where I am right now. To understand when things are happening and when you do receive what you ask for, you, you know how to keep yourself in the right place. So I had to fail many fucking times and live in constant states of anxiety or paranoia or fear for years before something clicked in my brain. I was like, I don't have to deal with life this way. I don't have to deal with life this way. And maybe that's just part of it. Maybe that's part of being in your 20s. Maybe that's part of my journey. But I like to think the human experience is very much more similar than it is different. People go through these pains and they can't understand. And they, it's not all to make yourself stronger either. I was just talking to my girl yesterday and I was telling her, you know, we just talk and... um try to come to greater understandings of ourselves or our relationship, who we are as parents, our identities. And that part of our friendship is very, very fucking healthy and great. And we're having a conversation. I'm trying to tell her like, you know, these limitations, they're in the brain. These places of dealing with life and as things come about, whether it be positive or negative, not analyzing our state of mind in the moment, we've made that mistake. We've done that shit 10 billion fucking times. And when you look in hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty. you recognize, yeah, maybe things were going to go wrong at that time was the hardest time of your life or whatever it is. That thing maybe was irreversible, that thing happening. But even if you consider that, why did you... State, why were you in for those years in a state of anxiety? Why were you in those years in a state of fear? It's like overcoming that is beautiful. Overcoming that negativity and falling back on the habit of torturing yourself. And we all do it in parts of our lives. Some people overcome that, which is a beautiful blessing. I think wisdom is necessary for that. But to stay in that place of anticipating something bad happening or never appreciating when good is happening, not being able to recognize it. I think that's a very common thing nowadays. And I used to think of it like it was like a sickness and it's this and that. You do all these diagnoses, but it's also part of the human experience and probably has been since the beginning of fucking time. 
being confused, being young. It's, it's just a part of it. You got to grow up. It's not just physically. It's not just mentally. It's not just an education. It's not just the prerequisites to whatever success path that you're on. You know, people think about things when they're young in a very linear path. That's not how life works. It's not, I did A and I did B and that's going to equal C. That's not life. It's not life. So many other factors and so many things that we neglect when we're young. We don't think about the now. We don't think like even though I, I you know, I'm, I possess myself with the belief that I will achieve my dream and I'm working my fucking ass off about it. Are you in the moment at the moment? And that's really what I'm talking about. That's really what I'm fucking talking about, man. Once again, not a PSA to shoot up the motherfucking club. I'm not saying leave it in. Put the top hat on. If you're a young man or you're a young woman, make sure he's wearing a motherfucking rubber. But me having a child opened that reality up to me. And it was painful. It was painful. You have to work on yourself. You have to... It's a lot, man. It's a motherfucking lot. I think we even see about this like in society. You see a lot of um, examples of the shit. You know, people who are young, who we all make mistakes. We all do things that are, you know, when we're older, we look back and we say, why the fuck did I do that? But it's part of it. It's part of writing your fucking story. I think the wisdom to be able to have a quote-unquote happy life or peaceful life or the life that is truly successful is whilst you're going through this thing that we all have to go through, which a lot of it is mystery. A lot of it is fucking mystery. While you're going through all of that is maintaining yourself emotionally and mentally. And, you know, I love anybody who has a public platform. I love anybody who has the ability, and we all have the ability. Some people have a larger platform, more status, but for anybody, big or small, perceivably, that is preaching the fucking basics of health. That's such a beautiful fucking thing. Preaching the fucking basics. Take care of your body. Work out. Don't eat a whole bunch of fucking shit. Don't run away from your problems. Face your problems. And information is just like fucking food. If you're eating fast food all the time, you're going to get sick. You're going to die young. If you poison your brain, same effect. You're making your life hell. So it's just like those basics to follow by. I feel like you can get into the worm fucking holes. You can get into rabbit holes if you like that. What am I talking about, ladies and gentlemen? What am I doing? I just told you I'm inspired and that's okay. There ain't no guilt on the motherfucking nothing important podcast. There's no shame on the nothing important podcast. This ain't negative, baby. You take it how you want to take it. But you have to understand, coming from me, it's on love. It's on love, whether you believe it or not. I don't care. I actually believe that people understand my intention. I think so. That's my belief. I think that people know that I'm me. And all I could be is me, baby. You know what I'm saying? Put that on a motherfucking t-shirt. Get that tattooed on your lower back. Go drink some margaritas. Go find somebody you fall in love. Take them to fucking Vegas. And get that inscribed on your cheap ring. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> it's also that theory of like, um, and this is funny. This is funny to think about. You know, it contradicts what I actually believe, but it's funny. And funny's okay. When things go right, you look like a fucking genius. 
When things go wrong, you look like a moron. That's just the reality of it, folks. Get it right. (laughs) Just figure out how to get it right because that's just the truth. Things go right when you call the shot and it goes in or when you, you know what I'm saying? All those things. You look like a genius. When they don't, you look like a moron. We've all experienced this. And I think there has to be a greater analysis of this. And not even just throughout history, just like the right now. You know, before we invest too much power of ours and place that into another person's intellect or status or celebrity, understand that their circumstance may create the illusion that that person is correct. But it's just it's the reality of perception. If I got a fucking $800,000 chain on and I'm driving a foreign vehicle, I guarantee you people would take me more motherfucking serious. (laughs) Not my intention, regardless of whatever income I make in my life. The intention for me is to just be myself. And hopefully that translates and continually better myself and have good intentions. But it's just the truth, ladies and gentlemen. It works better on the youth than it does with older people. We're talking about experience. We're talking about wisdom. We're talking about having kids. You know what I'm saying? You wipe a baby's ass enough. And you start to think after a while. You'd be like, everybody was once a baby. I don't give a fuck if somebody got a $4 million house and $2 million car. You know what I'm saying? Still shit. They still shit. Maybe it's not some grown man wiping their ass. Maybe they got that kind of money. Maybe they got that kind of money. Somebody's changing their diaper. You know what I'm saying? The point of what I was saying is, like, you, you got to take shit with a grain of salt. You got to analyze a little bit deeper. You got to use your intuition. You got to look at people for people. I think about great minds or people who shift consensus or shift culture in history. And we recognize that in the modern era only through the lens of celebrity, which is, I think, like a fairly new phenomenon if you think about the history of human beings. We once deified people, which wasn't great. Uh, (laughs) It'd be a guy who's really fucking smart and then they start erecting statues. All of a sudden, he has a thousand concubines who are following him around. He gets a little cultish. He dies. They call him a god. That's what we used to do. I don't want to get back to that. You know what I'm saying? Kanye was almost doing that. I don't want to get back to it. But now what we do is when people are highly intelligent, which that's going to happen. It's just like genetic lotteries. Taking some dice. Right now, I'm motioning, jerking off. But I'm not jerking off, ladies and gentlemen. I'm rolling the dice. You roll those dice which is similar to jerking off, but you do it inside of a woman. And once you spray up the club, a baby comes out in 10 months. You understand how the fuck this works? And eventually, if you have enough people and you look at all of those people, most of those people are going to be average. And the outliers are going to be people who are below average. And there's going to be a range there from like just generally below average to maybe not so smart to mentally impaired. On the other side of the spectrum, same thing. It's going to be people who are above average. Then they're going to be people who are really, really fucking smart. And then we call the other guys geniuses, right? It just happens. It's not something to, oh my God, oh my God. It's just, it's just what it is. Once again, I don't believe in luck. I believe in cause and effect. I understand science. It is just, you know, more biodiversity increases the chances of better genetics. People who have smart parents have a greater chance of being intelligent. The factors that contribute to intellect deal with experience combined with education, epigenetic memory, you get all those factors, you understand. So there's a cause and effect for why there are very, very smart people. But it's just not to put too much like, 
We're all people. We don't got to fucking erect statues of anybody. Um, you get what I'm saying? Uh, my daughter's a genius, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's scary when your child is really smart. And that is me being an idiot. You understand what I'm saying? How, why would that make anybody fearful? Um, no, it's not scary. It just makes me more aware of the example I have to set for her. And then the responsibility with anything that is a blessing, any favorable outcome, we have to be real, ladies and gentlemen. These things are responsibilities. And if we don't take them as responsibilities, then we either hurt ourselves or if we're really fucking lucky. Once again, I don't believe in luck, but you understand in the context of what I'm talking about, what I'm trying to say. If we're really lucky, maybe it doesn't hurt us, but then it hurts other people. And that's shitty. You don't want to be fucking hurting people. You don't want to. So I look at my daughter and I understand the grand responsibility that's placed on my shoulder. She's bright. She's bright. She got the sponge brain. She got that thing, man. She got the thing where she just, she don't need too much instruction for her to just continue developing at a, a rapid pace. And I say to myself, I could just put my hands in my pocket and get cocky about it and whistle. Or I could understand the grand responsibility of trying to help her reach the heights of her potential. And that's what I intend to do. That's what I intend to do. But she is too, she's smart. You know, I got to edit the shit out of my fucking behaviors. Because I I curse, like, there's something wrong. I I think, I think, you know, there's like all these trends for like medical disorders. Psychological or or, or brain, I guess they're issues or I don't, you know. Like everybody all of a sudden has ADHD. I just see that online. Everybody got fucking ADHD. Everybody bring the Ritalin back out. Everybody can't concentrate. Nothing to do with your phone. Nothing to do with pornography. Fragmenting your concentration. Has nothing to do with that. They did studies when Facebook came out. Two years after fucking Facebook came out. And they had people who had the most calcified fucking brains. Like 60 year olds in the study. And they saw how their attention spans shrunk after a year using Facebook. Nothing to do with social media. Everybody has ADD. Once again, it's trendy. Um, But... Thinking about that, I'm going to self-diagnose myself. I really do think I have fucking Tourette's. It's, (laughs) I have this, I'm not going to call it disorder, disability. I'm not going to call it whatever. I just have this thing where I speak and for whatever reason, like as I'm speaking, I swear something is being said or something's being relayed. And every time I go to upload a podcast or I talk to somebody about what I was talking about, it's always like not quite what I thought was coming out of my mouth. I thought that was, you know what I mean? You know, and I, having a child helps me edit that as well. I'm starting to like recognize and be aware of that shit. I'm like, oh my God, I curse. Like there's something, like I'm angry at people. That's how much I curse. Like there's something wrong with me. And it brings me back to my childhood too. I remember being raised by my mother. My mother curses like a gay sailor. Like she just has horrible issues with cursing and she used to do so in a very inappropriate way it didn't matter where it didn't matter where you'd be in public be in school she's picking you up from school you understand what i'm saying she just cursed it was part of her her language it's how she expressed herself and um i remember being a child and being embarrassed about that i'm like i don't want to put my daughter through that shit i don't say um i say fucking you know it's fucking like that's a really weird buffer you know <laughs> that i curse to try to express my thought, because it's, it's you know, I get it. Um, a lot of things I gotta fucking work on. A lot of things I gotta, but it's exciting, man. You know, that's another thing too. This is, you know, it's a positive motherfucking podcast. Positive podcast for anybody who's listening, for anybody who's invested thought into me. 
oh, no, I'm joking. Um, but it's true, man. It's like you want to work on yourself. You want to understand where you want to be as a human being. You want to be better as a human being. But you don't want to do that with guilt and shame or even disliking who you are right now. It just it is what it is. I said it before, ladies and gentlemen, everything is extremely fucking important, but you would not be able to get anything done, especially anything of importance in this life. If you walked around with that weight, if you walked around understanding on a microscopic level how every decision you make, you scratching your scalp, you taking one step to the left instead of the right, how that fucking alters your future irreconcilably. No, I'm just fear mongering. I'm joking. Um, no, it, it's, it's just things are important, but they're not that important. And I really do believe that if you have a general energy or state of mind, mindset, way to see the world that is not as rigid, not as controlling, not as fearful, or you just being in a state of anticipation, anxiety, if you kind of mellow the fuck out, good things happen. Just relax, you know, and if nothing good happens and that was your destiny, you believe in fate or destiny, you think it was written in the book of life. I don't think that I think everybody has, you know, to a certain extent freedoms that they can learn to explore if they educate and become wise. But if you were granted a life that just has such a fucking rigid fate, then why not enjoy the shit? Why are you stressing? Why are you stressing? The fuck are you stressing about? Doesn't make sense to me. Doesn't fucking make sense to me. One of the biggest mistakes America ever made. Condemning, demonizing marijuana. Marijuana, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, a, it's a great drug. It's a great fucking drug. Don't abuse it. Too much of anything is a bad thing. But you need some level of smoking some shit where you just stop caring. You know what I mean? Stop caring Rhymes with stop caring. You understand? There's patterns everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. You just got to find them. Stop Karens. We need to diagnose Karens. Stop all these campaigns for ADHD. People don't have ADHD. They're jerking off too much. That shit fucks your brain up when you watch deep throat compilations. You understand what I'm saying? When you see a one through eight of the greatest dick suckers in a row and it's a three minute video, that fucks your brain up. You're not supposed to get that much level of pleasure and stimulus in three minutes. It's just not the way the brain is right now. We still have old brains, new technology. Understand that? So let's stop talking about ADHD. Let's talk about the real problem. Every time I'm on motherfucking the internet, every time I'm, I'm online, I see a new video of a Karen. And Karen is like a virus because Karen started off as white women. They started off in particular as blonde white women upper middle class or upper class with a dog. That's how Karen's, that's how Karen was born, was manifested into the matrix as a, a old white bitch with money and a dog. <laughs> and that has transformed because there's, there's Karen energy now. You don't have to be an older white woman with a rich husband who's sleeping with their secretary and you're mad at him because he's fucking a young blonde and you're an old blonde you got roast beef curtains and you're walking your dog and somebody's on your sidewalk and you hate them because you really hate your husband. But you can't hate your husband because he's providing that incredible life for you. You understand how the, that's how the, the, the Karen was birthed. And now there's Karen energy. It's like a virus that's spreading and we need to help.
eradicate the Karen pandemic. We got to get the Karen pandemic out of America. This has got to stop. So what I would say is that anytime somebody uploads a video of somebody undeniably being a fucking cunt, they could be a white woman, they could be a black guy, it could be a Chinese baby. If somebody's being a fucking dick in public <laughs> and you catch it online, instead of us just going in the comment section, we need to erect a council by people where we take these Karens or people who suffer with Karen energy and we bring them into a public square and we get them motherfucking high as shit and that's going to cure them. That's going to cure the fuck. Just take them, take two bong rips. You think anybody's going to be angry after that? Paranoid? Maybe. Falling onto another, you know, mental illness category, Reddit conspiracy theorists. That's a probability as well. But we've eradicated the Karen virus. Just get that bitch some weed. So I never understand how there's Karens in California, which there's a lot of Karens in California. I'm like, yo, California was at the fucking forefront of undemonizing weed, <laughs> decriminalizing the marijuana. These old white bitches need to smoke some weed, man. No, I'll be seeing Karen videos and it's not even. That just it talks about the the maturation of American arrogance. That there's Karen energy in lower class people walking their dogs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> people have achieved nothing in their life up to this point. They're skating by. They're still renting. They, the dog they got for free, but it's like a Yorkshire Terrier, so they feel like they're on the fucking up and up. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are delusional. You know? You ever meet somebody like that, and then you get, like, their Instagram, and they're so delusional? They have... You met them. So you see the Instagram is not pictures of them. It's like somebody else that I guess they wish they looked like. And then <laughs> they are so mentally fragmented, I guess, from all the Pornhub or... American arrogance disease, where they forget to delete their old pictures of them looking how you just met them. And they have their old pictures of them looking like a piece of shit. And then other pictures they're trying to lie to strangers about. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what's going on. But this is what I'm saying. It's like a mentality in this country where people, they have an air about them. And there's really nothing behind it. It's it, Now it's air. You know when they say, used to say that? It would be like a fucking eclectic guy who wore fur in July and he was like an artist and he's like a genius. That was like a thing. That was a personality type, right? He didn't, he didn't brush his teeth, but it wasn't for like an illogical reason. It's because he was like protesting people who hate plaque or, you know, one of those people and they're worth like $10 trillion. That's what was, now there's people like that and they're, they're near homeless. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're near homeless. It's wild. It's wild. Prescribe them some marijuana and it'll, it'll work on all levels for the people who are delusional. They need the weed because the weed is going to get them on an even level. They're in the delusion realm, right? The weed is going to get them right at 50, 50, 50. They're going to be good. And then for the Karens who are too high and then they have the life to validate their arrogance, the weed, the weed is going to give them some empathy. It's going to show them you're being a dick. You're being a dick. And it looks bad. It doesn't look how you think it looks. They think they're walking around with a Burger King hat. You know what I'm saying? And a scepter. But it's really just an out of shape 40 plus woman 
with a dog. The dog probably hates him. The dog probably fucking hates him. They can't even, they don't even realize dogs are so fucking emotionally mature that the dog is just manipulating him at this point. Just goes for a couple pets, is living good. Karen's dogs live fucking fantastic. A white woman's dog lives fucking fantastic lives. I feel like that is the repressed, uh, <laughs> the repressed tendencies of a racist. You know what I'm saying? In 2023, you can't be racist like you used to. So all that white women have left, like they can't just walk down the street and be like, you goddamn nigga or what, you know, whatever. My girl tells me her, her, her friend went on a cruise when she was a younger woman and they ran into this older white woman. And they were like talking with her. It was cool. They were in their young 20s. Older white woman was like, she was on her way out. She was in her 80s. And they're on the cruise. And this older white woman was just, she's from the South. She was talking to my girl and my girl's friend about her past. And she said she used to intentionally go out and flirt with black men when she was 16 and 17. She said it was like groups of little white girls that would do this. Where she was from the South, go out and flirt with black men just to get them in trouble. And I assume... There's some of that mindset in this current generation of Karens or maybe their parents that's still washing out of society. I'm not judging anybody. I'm just calling what it motherfucking is. And uh, they can't do that. You can't do that in 2023. You can't go out as a 40, 50 year old white woman who looks horrible and try to whistle at black guys because black guys get a lot of vagina now and it's OK for them to get vagina. now. <laughs> they got options. <laughs> The black man is more desirable than the white woman now. What has happened? What has happened? What has happened? Jesus. It's got to upset some people with old mindsets. So what they do is they go and they get the dog and delude themselves that they're royalty. And they walk on the sidewalk of the condo that their husband bought and, you know, do passive aggressive shit. Let their dog take a shit near your fucking house. You know what I'm saying? Like people just give them some weed. It'll mellow them the fuck out. Ah, I have such great solutions for life, right? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, for the level of inspiration that I gained, do you see how quickly I descent back <laughs> into mediocrity and retardation? Do you see how quickly it happens? I was just talking about the beauty of having a child because it opened my eyes to the relatability, not only to every human being on the planet, not only how I relate to nature, but the entire universe as a whole. And now I'm talking about getting Karen's high and passive aggressive dog shit and her dog doesn't even love her. I just can't help myself. I can't help myself. Um, but I hope you enjoyed it. And that's going to be the motherfucking podcast. For anybody who continue to listen to Nothing Important Podcast, continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to my Instagram. Like the post, like the reels. Until next time.